online, on digital, and on FM in Bournemouth and beyond. Buzz Radio. Mental health can be quite a broad term and sometimes can be affected or caused by brain disorders such as dementia. Our reporter, Madeline Self, was at the first ever Bournemouth Memory Walk on Saturday to find out more about the event and the condition. Every year, Alzheimer's Society puts on fundraising events to raise money and awareness for dementia. This year, Bournemouth joined in, seeing over 1,500 walkers of all ages raising around £90,000 for the cause. Storm Callum nearly called off the walk, but people came out to brave the weather and walk up to six miles in a buzzing atmosphere to show their support. I spoke to Jenna Hopkinson from the charity to see what it was all about. Alzheimer's Society invests lots of money into research. That's research to prevent dementia, to cure dementia, and also to help people that are living with the condition now, to fund research into care, and that's really important. As well as all those things, we do raise money to support our services. Be anybody having their stroll on the beach would see people in their memory walk t-shirts and perhaps wonder what's going on, so it's great at raising awareness as well. I think the people of Bournemouth have done a brilliant job so far. The walk came only a few days after ex-EastEnders star Barbara Windsor spoke out about the disease for the first time since being diagnosed in 2014 for the Dementia Revolution campaign. Over 850,000 people in the UK are currently living with dementia and it's predicted that a further 225,000 people will be diagnosed this year. That's one person every three minutes. 80-year-old Brian Elms was diagnosed with early-onset Alzheimer's in July this year. After 58 years of marriage, his wife Betty is sticking by his side, but worries about how they will cope. Some days it's really difficult because he gets very angry some days with himself when he can't remember things. What will happen when he doesn't know who we are? And if anything happened to me, who would look after him? I hope that we'll have a few more years so that we could have a few more holidays and enjoy the years we've got left, really. If you would like advice, please call Alzheimer's Society's Dementia Helpline on 0300 222 Self, thank you. Buzz Radio. One mental health condition that has recently been given the spotlight is dyspraxia, otherwise known as the Development Coordination Disorder, or DCD. The condition has been highlighted by the new season of Doctor Who, where new companion Ryan Sinclair, played by Tozin Coyle, struggles with the new disorder in everyday activities like riding a bike and climbing ladders. The general public have taken to social media to voice their praise on writer Chris Chibnall's inclusion of such an overlooked disorder, commending the accuracy and the handling of DCD. One Twitter user said, I like the subtle consideration waiting for someone with dyspraxia to climb a ladder, making no big deal out of it. Thank you, Doctor Who. While others aren't too happy with how Ryan is being portrayed, another Twitter user has vented about a specific scene where Ryan runs into a firing range to shoot robots, saying, Call of Duty, I've trained for this, goes out and shoots the robots, complete opposite of dyspraxia. Our reporter, Kieran Hansford, suffers with dyspraxia himself and is here to tell us firsthand about the ins and outs of the disorder. So, Kieran, what exactly is dyspraxia? 
Dyspraxia is a mental condition that affects motor functions in the brain. So what this means is that the hand-to-eye coordination is much more difficult to process. It affects 5% of the population in the UK and actually affects twice as many males than females. How can this affect a person with a condition? So DCD can actually cause a very broad variety of symptoms, which is one of the reasons it's quite hard to spot. For me personally, it affects my ability to walk and talk. These everyday actions take longer to, for my brain to process. It can also affect the ability to ride bikes, climb ladders, and even affect memory perception. How can people get support? Because DC, DCD is such a broad condition, there are plenty of different avenues to take for support. If you, go, if you think you have DCD, your best option would be to talk to your GP about whatever effects, whatever difficulties you're experiencing. At this point, your GP might refer you to a specialist such as an occupational therapist or a physiotherapist, depending on the symptoms. Thank you, Kieran. Living with dyspraxia can bring its own unique challenges to performing tasks and activities like re- that require motor coordination. Speaking more about this is Xander Edgall, who also has the condition. He was diagnosed with DCD aged 16 after knowing he'd had dyslexia for a few years. So Xander, what effect would you say dyspraxia has had on your day-to-day life? Honestly, day-to-day life, it's kind of hard to describe because when it's something that you've lived with, you don't realise that you're struggling to do things that other people have just been able to do because this is just how you've always done it. Um, For instance, for me, the fact that if I'm at dinner with either my family or friends or just someone, that's just, it's just something that I can't do. I have to either eat my food and finish it and then have the conversation, or I'm having a conversation and my food's going to go cold. That's probably so. That's probably the first thing that's most obvious to me that I talk about. Would you say the representation, such as in Doctor Who, is accurate? I'd say, I'd, I'd, I'd say it is. The thing, my, my um, the thing for me is that I never struggled with riding a bike, for instance, or I don't remember. It was so long ago that I started that maybe I really did, but again, I just thought I was bad at riding a bike, and then I got better. Um, but it reminded me of my struggle swimming. So, yeah, I'd I, I say it's just the fact that something that should be easy that I can't manage is the frustration behind it. And you touched slightly there upon on pond swimming, but in what ways would you say dyspraxia has impacted your ability to take part in activities and sports? It's the fact that, okay, I, dyspraxia doesn't, for me at least, automatically mean I will never be able to do something. But it does mean that there is a higher barrier to entry for many sporting activities. Um, Things like, um, just the fact that my coordination is so bad um, if I'm concentrating on doing something or having to think about hunger to do something, that doing something like playing football is, um, is ridiculously hard but the more the more I practice something, the more it becomes muscle memory, the easier it gets. So it doesn't make it impossible, but it means that it's that much more. Thank you very much, Xander. Thank you for sharing your personal experiences. 